Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Tomahawk number 105. Cover date, July-August 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Bob Brown. Edited by Murray Boltonoff. Featuring The Attack of the Gator God. Written by Bill Finger. Art by Fred Ray and Bob Brown. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Welcome to the world of love and laughter, baby. Welcome to the sunshine of a brand new day. You drifted onto the sea. You flowered into a dream. A dream that never would Tomahawk recruits a group of ne'er-do-well patriots to attack a giant fat creature that lives in a... You know what? This hits a little too close to home this week. Let's get on with the story. Rob, yes, you're from Florida. Yes. Can you tell our listener the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? As a matter of fact, I can. Crocodiles have, uh, you can tell them um, by their appearance, they have longer snouts, Mm -hmm. longer and thinner snouts, Mm -hmm. and alligators have shorter snouts, and um, crocodiles are longer, they're not as thick as alligators, Generally mm-hmm. speaking, mm-hmm. and something about their eyes, and I'm not sure what it is about their eyes. Uh, would it be that they have human eyes and indeed a human face and nose and teeth? <laughs> because that seems to be who Tomahawk is fighting this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's not the way that... Yeah, yeah. Tomahawk, as you <clears throat> recall, is a revolutionary era war fighter published by DC Comics between the 1940s and 1970s. I think. Okay. Uh, he started as a backup feature in Star Spangled Comics and World's Finest Comics, and in his own eponymous series. That means it's named after him. Created by writer Joe Samaksen and artist Edmund Good, first appeared in Star Spangled Comics number 69, June 1947. Tomahawk's uniqueness stems in part from the time frame of his fictional adventures, The American Revolutionary War. Yeah. Real name, Tom Hawk. <laughs> also given as Thomas Hawk, Tom Hawkins, and Tom Hawkins, H-A-U-K-I-N-S. Species human, place of origin Earth. This is all from Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, team affiliation, Tomahawks Rangers. 
abilities. Tomahawk is well-versed in American Indian languages and customs from many tribes. He okay. is an excellent hand-to-hand fighter and well-versed in the weapons of the era. He has a keen deductive ability and is an excellent horseman. Well done, Tomahawk. Also a white imperialist, but <laughs> we don't need to talk about that today. <laughs> Not today. Uh, can the Rangers stop the crushing attack of the Gator God? We read on the cover of Tomahawk number 105, August 1966. So the Gator God is this giant uh, creature. Yes. Um, who's climbing out of a cave, also shaped like a gator mouth, like one of those fancy 1960s restaurants in the shape oh, of an animal. If only. What's that cartoon? With Jack Benny, but he's a mouse, and they go into the... Kit Kat Club, but it's actually the cat is trying to trick them, and so he just makes his own mouth into the entrance of the club. <laughs> yeah, but this is very reminiscent of that sort of tiki kind of yeah. era. Uh, Tomahawk <clears throat> is going to cut a rope which is holding up the cave jaw, and once he cuts it, it will crash down, sealing the gator god inside. And this group of unfamiliar men that I don't recognize are scrambling away. That doesn't seem very practical. What? To open up the gaping maw of a cave, of a, of a stone, the stone maw of a cave. Yes. With a rope. Right. And also, if this was Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, yeah. you could just shoot an arrow at the rope and the thing would crash down. Oh, yeah, well. And you when have you, lots of practice with that, don't you? Yes. And then when you pull your bow, it uh, gives you a little target so you know where to fire your arrow. Nice. I'm sure Tomahawk could make use of that. Sure. Bow and arrow technology. He's well versed sure. in many kinds of weapons from the era. Who are these strange men, I wonder? Yeah. They're not Tomahawk's Rangers that I recognize. Uh, and we've, we've read through Tomahawk before, right? We've read this, I believe, is our third issue. Right. So all these characters were new to me. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Except for the leader, Tomahawk. of course, Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Tommy Hawk. Woods wise, hickory tough, and heroic. With Cannonball, his sergeant, he had to turn treacherous outcasts into soldiers. Who are these soldiers, you ask? Five murderers, thieves, villains, condemned convicts who are given the chance to cheat death by volunteering for a do-or-die mission. It's like the Suicide Squad, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, we'll just call this the earliest chronological appearance of the Suicide Squad. (laughs) What was the mission, Bob? The mission... Slog through sinister devil's foot swamp. Penetrate enemy lines, destroy the enemy's doom weapon called the Smasher, and foil the The attack attack of of the the Gator God. Apostrophe Gator God. Oh, the attack of the uh, Gator God. Gator God. Tomahawk! Um, So this checks out uh, five criminals dressing up in costumes and are going to drain the swamp. Yeah, what a time to be alive, huh? Can we... Not we, talk about politics. Can we just? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah. If I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I just don't want to linger. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna linger on. I it's can't. It's okay. I just went for a run just to clear my mind because of all the political right nonsense. So yeah. What's the neighborhood like tonight? Do you have it's, a report for us? It was lovely. I just went for a very short run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listener, my friend, longtime friend who's listening right now, who's going to no doubt send me a text saying, oh, did you go for a run? It was a very short run. Uh, while the sun was going down, it was absolutely beautiful. So beautiful. It was quiet. Yeah, it's great. 
Hey, did you know that Leonardo da Vinci, famed inventor, <laughs> invented many weapons of war? Jesus. What? I forgot about this because I read this, <laughs> this two days ago. This is such a stupid start to this comic. <laughs> um, he invented many weapons of war, but there was one that he hid from the world because it's too terrible, even for fighting. <laughs> I'll conceal the plans so that it can never be built. I'll just put it here behind this rock. <laughs> by He's this putting stone. it inside, inside a stone, I know wall. It's stone. It just says Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, God. But centuries later, <clears> actually, <throat> the sketch was found, and eventually it turned up in King George's court. Of course. King George of England, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the king? The third? One of my relatives. George III? No, he was. This was one of the. German kings, oh, German kings during the revolution. I believe it's George III. Anyway, with these plans, we can crush the Yankee rebels. <laughs> Hurrah! I love your British voice. Um, I agree, your majesty. But the weapon's going to be too big to build in Britain and ship it over to America, so they're going to have to build, build it, it in, in America. the colonies. The colony. Months later, somewhere in the south... There was constructed a massive monstrosity, a doom machine called the Smasher. Now, what this Smasher is, is a giant wheel with spikes on it. Yes. And little turrets out where the axle of the wheel would be, where soldiers can sit and fire. Yes, Rob, you have a question? So it's one wheel. A uh-huh. wheel. Yes. It's not two wheels. Where they could potentially turn against each other or against the direction of each other. I don't understand how it turns. Well, I don't either. And you wouldn't know this. But this design of weapon has a long history in DC Comics. What? Listener will know that the Blackhawks... One of our listeners will know. Famed... The other listener will... No, I can think of... Two people at least that will know. I just want to be. I just for clarification, the listener that I meant uh, that I mentioned earlier uh-huh. is a very specific listener who will most assuredly send me a text teasing me about um, bragging that I went for a run, uh-huh. and is neither one of the listeners that you are talking about right, right. now. Right. So we can name three unique listeners <laughs> right off the top of our heads to our podcast. I'm yes! going to look at my uh, what do you call them? Subscribers? S- not stats. They have a very specific... Metrics. I'm going to look at my metrics tonight. Count up those three unique listeners. Um, So the Blackhawks several times fought a Nazi invention called the War Wheel, which essentially looked exactly like this, only it was bigger and I believe painted red and also made of iron. Is this a proper word to use? Is this a trope? That just repears over and over again. A trope being a, a, a theme. I don't know. No, no, no. This if is it's a, a trope, it's, it's a mechanical. It's it's a. Hmm. I mean, it's a convention. It's a convention. That I don't know. Yeah. I mean, certainly, the the war wheel of Blackhawk fame had appeared several times before this comic was published, uh-huh. and so I would have to wonder if a reader of the era who was also reading Blackhawk comics, who you know, there was probably a lot of cross-pollination there. Would certainly have recognized the war wheel. Well, sure, they all had drinks together on Friday at 3 o'clock. And they would have wondered why it was not named the war wheel 
in this comic because I did, and I have only a passing knowledge. Well, just think about how you can say it in your head, right? Right. Let's construct the wall. Excuse me. There's no ancient war. Let's construct the war wheel. No, you were right the first time. War wheel. <laughs> war wheel. Or you could say, let us construct the smasher. Smasher. Oh, I see your point. Nice. Huh? Uh-huh. Anyway, shortly afterward, at an American HQ, uh, <laughs> it's reported to Tomahawk that <coughs> thus Excuse far me. the smasher <laughs> has been used on only one test raid, but news of its overwhelming power could demoralize our troops everywhere. Certainly, when it takes two weeks to get the breaking news to any other location, that would be demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it has to be carried on horseback, doesn't it? There's not even a, a, a wireless or a, a, a wire. There's not a there's no a telegraph. Yeah. Horseback only. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this bewigged gentleman, I don't know who he is, uh, but he explains that this destruction of the Smasher can be accomplished by a small group of fighters who will secretly approach the Smasher's building site by slipping through Devil's Foot Swamp. Is that in Florida? I was going to say Devil's Foot Swamp can pretty much describe, you know, my teenage years. <laughs> no, we're not talking with about the smell of your bedroom. Uh, no. I'm uh, just going to say... Devil's Foot Swamp is basically all of Florida. Uh, let's, let's call this South Carolina. Okay, fair enough. Oh, well, they're building it there, so the British are occupied. Hmm. Mm. Of course, there was no South Carolina yet. There's no. only the 13 colonies. Yeah. Was South Carolina an original 13 colony? Oh, <laughs> I wish I understood isn't history. There's some clever way to get us out of this conversation. <laughs> yes, my rangers are ready, sir, Tomahawk announces. But <laughs> no, you can't spare the rangers. He needs them for another mission, which we won't talk about right now. Mm-hmm. I want you and Cannonball to lead a group of five volunteers. Come in, men! Bum, bum, da, da. Roll volunteers. Five condemned convicts given a second chance to live. Five sinister and dangerous cutthroats examine them closely. The hermit, a, a loner who, who never lets you know what he's, he's thinking. thinking. It could it could be murder. Wee willy, as gentle as the animals he loves until he loses his temper. Dark cloud, he disgraced his father and chief and became an outcast among his people. Weasel, sly, stealthy with the instinct of a killer. Red beard on sea. He was a pirate on land. He's twice as bad. Who says we can't write songs on the fly? <laughs> I think that was great. Thank you. Yes, five condemned convicts given a second chance to live. The Hermit, Wee Willie, Dark Cloud, Weasel, and Redbeard. And they are all dressed just as uh, you would imagine. The hermit is wearing dirty buckskin. Wee Willie's wearing a stripedy torn shirt. shirt. He might have been a sailor, perhaps. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. Uh, Dark Cloud. He looks like. Oh, an I American, didn't notice Native that Wee Willie has a crow perched on his shoulder. Oh, um, does he keep the crow? Yes. Wait. <laughs> Stop that. Freaking crow is with him all the time. Wow. How did I miss that? Maybe it's his demon. Or his oh. familiar. Uh, Dark Cloud is, as the British of the Revolutionary War era would say, a Red Indian. Red Indian. Uh, weasel's just a little weasel. Bold. And Red Beard's a full-on pirate with a pirate hat and giant red beard. And a hoop ear. Piratey pants. <laughs> Piratey pants. Doesn't he have piratey pants? Yes. In piratey boots. <laughs> Uh, next morning, they all set off. The criminals, of course, are complaining that only Tomahawk and 
cannibal have guns? Uh, and they, why can't we have guns? Well, because you're criminals. Yeah, when we reach so our target. suck it up. Right. Just carry your supplies, man. I'm sorry to, I have to bring this up right now. Yeah. You know the picture of the guy with the Viking horns from the recent unpleasantness in the Capitol? Yeah. Well, he's in jail. Oh, good. And he hasn't eaten in five days. Oh, maybe he'll die. Because his mother says he can only eat organic food, and the prison doesn't serve that. I know you're looking at me with disbelief, but it's true. I read Twitter. Are you kidding me? No. It's all true. I read it on Twitter, so it must be. That's extraordinary. Uh, anyway, Tomahawk's not going to be fooled by these criminals. They're not getting no guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomahawk explains to Cannonball that they have to keep an eye on these fellows every second. Now they're traipsing through a mangrove swamp, right? Uh, that's a cypress swamp. That's not a mangrove swamp. I would say this is probably in the south, but not the Florida south. How about Georgia? Yes, yeah. Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. Georgia Alabama. was a penal colony, right? So it could be. Yeah. Wow. Did you not know that? I didn't know that. That's why it's so terrible to this very day. <laughs> Georgia is not oh, terrible. Oh, come on. It has Atlanta. Yes. You're <laughs> going to have to sell it better than that. I. It has a very strong, strong history. and I As a penal colony. No, I mean post Civil War or post Civil Rights. It's been it's been a, an extraordinary place. I would love to live there. If I got a chance to live in Atlanta, mm. well, as long as I could walk to work. As long as we can be friends with the designing women, then you're, it's a deal. Okay. All right. So come on. Uh, so the trek begins through <clears> the swamp. Uh, it's full of bugs, of course, as the entire South is. The- I concur. Also, apparently full of giant mountains that they have to rappel across. Now, you do have crevasses. You can't you can have cliffs. You can't have... Like, North Florida even has uh, overlooks and cliffs. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've I've been camping on the Withlahathacoochee River uh-huh. in Florida. That and there are dirty. <laughs> there are massive cliffs there that, it, you know, you can't, you can't, like, dive down into the, the, the river. It would be too far to go. You'd die. It's and it's it's welcome change for Florida. Well, I'm not interested in finding out if that's actually true or not because I don't want to go back to Florida. Okay. Well, trust me that there are there are rocky in the northern panhandle of Florida, around where Tallahassee is. There are rocky sort of formations. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to see it to believe it. <laughs> okay, come on. So they're uh, they're going to go across this crevasse. Yes. And and they're uh, you know, I don't know how the rope got there, but perhaps someone Well, pitched rope sure, across. one of the criminals was carrying it. Right. And notice that um what's his name with the hawk? Uh, uh, Wee Willie. Wee Willie is carrying that uh, crow on his yeah. shoulder, not mm-hmm. the hawk, which I completely overlooked when I first read this. Maybe it's grafted onto his skin somehow, because it never leaves <laughs> his shoulder. Imagine the filth. <laughs> oh, ugh. Ugh. so uh, Redbeard takes an opportunity to attack Tomahawk as they're crossing. As over they're the, crossing over the rope, the rope, Tomahawk shoots his rifle down at the ground. I guess it would be a musket, wouldn't it? A musket, yeah. Down at the ground, and then Redbeard uh, realizes that. Tomahawk was actually shooting at a copperhead snake, which was at Redbeard's feet. That is a poisonous pit viper. 
nonetheless, Redbeard kicks Tomahawk in the rear over end the over the cliff. And Tomahawk clings onto, uh, flings out a hand and clamps onto a clump. I like that. Flings, clamps, clump. Yeah. All right. Uh, but he's saved by Wee Willie. Yeah. Wee Willie has the code of an honorable warrior. Indeed he does. He says, Redbeard, you owe him a life. you got to pay him back by letting him keep his. Uh, so it seems Tomahawk has won the respect of Wee Willie and Dark Cloud. Right. Can he win it from the others? We will see. I'm so oh, sorry. Come oh, come on. My drink stuck to the coaster. Well, you're going to have to drink it faster so it doesn't melt. That's going to be loud. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we're having a house special, of course, vodka, cranberry, and seltzer, which we make ourselves. Absolutely. With and we've, of lime. we're still on our first one. So yes. So this frivolity sh- that you're witnessing between the two of us is it's simply... It's just natural. Natural. It's our joie de vivre. Mm. We're high on life. <laughs> uh, night comes, and the weary footsore convict corps sleeps as Tomahawk and Cannonball take turns at watch. Yeah, he says, Tomahawk's watching him, and he says, they're just too worn out to even think about escaping tonight, but what yes. about tomorrow um, after they toughen up more? And now, he should be concerned. Right, because Dark Cloud, it turns out, has a knife hidden in the quill of his feather on his headdress. His headdress, yeah. Uh, Tomorrow I shall plunge the blade into hum- Tomahawk and make my escape. So I guess Tomahawk doesn't really have the respect of Dark Cloud because he's planning to murder him. Yeah. Next day, slogging through the swamp, and here come some alligators. Look, there are alligators approaching. Coming says, right up com- to them. Well. But they're not really alligators. They're uh, red Indians. People, red Indians. Wearing gators. Well, not gators' skins, but just uh, Gator gloves and, and heads. Gloves. Yeah, I mean, they could essentially strip the the hide off of a gator, tan it, and then sew it back together to make masks. Disgusting. But it wouldn't. I would think they would have to uh, taxidermy the heads. Yes. Right, and then somehow squeeze their own heads inside of them. You could. I mean, it's essentially a hide. You could take the hide off of the head and then. Place. You could recreate it through taxidermy. You could place um, uh, wood inside to make this to keep the snout nice and strong. And you taut. know so much about slaughtering animals. I, <laughs> I did grow up in Florida. We did raise rabbits and chickens, but not alligators, surely. No, but we had one in a pond in our backyard for quite a while. Yes, yes. We, we were so worried about our dogs getting killed by by the alligator. But the alligator, I say, quite a while. It really was only there for about a two weeks no. and then it swam away okay remember the alligator farm in St. Augustine Florida do I that's the greatest place ever do you remember Gomac yes Gomac the largest alligator in the world mm. 17 feet long he was huge um and they just have pits full of baby alligators and other horrible creatures that live in the south well frankly it's trash it's, well it is trash but it's also wonderful yes you it's know, Florida like, trash yes mm-hmm. I love trash. Me too. <laughs> um, which it's reminds possible. me. Yes. I know this is a DZ podcast, but last night I watched the 1979 Captain America TV movie starring Reb Brown. I walked in on which, the last scene and it was terrible. terrible. The acting is so bad. It is the worst. Uh, worse than Andy McDowell. 
I can safely say. It's like a 1970s porn without the porn. Yeah, the soundtrack is 100% porn music. And the acting is about as good as that. It's worse. awful. Anyway. It's awful. It is, but I own it, and I'm going to watch it over and, and over. And we recommend it wholeheartedly. Yes. Yes, for a good laugh. There's a sequel. I have to watch the sequel, too. Yes, there is. Uh, they are captured by these alligator men who are taking them to the Cave of Teeth, which is a giant cave, as we mentioned on the cover, shaped like an alligator's mouth. Now, that can't be comfortable being netted by these alligator men and then right. dragged in the net along the ground. Through the swamp. Mm-hmm. There's going to be those palmetto bugs oh, and termites. So and much awful. Fire ants. Stinging nettles. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yes, it turns out it's the entrance to a big cave. The... Uh, Convict Corps, I guess we're calling them. Uh, Are they suspended? Yeah, they're just like hung, like tied by the wrist and then hung over a beam over a pit. Like Christmas ornaments? Yeah, exactly like Christmas ornaments or marionettes. It's the weirdest thing. I got no strings to hold me up. Um, Out from the pit comes a giant creature, part gator, part man. Weird. No explanation whatsoever no. where this thing came from. From uh, right, right, no, no. Um, which starts swatting at the puppet men, and Tomahawk shouts up to the captors, "Listen, I'm the leader of these men, so I have the right to be killed first. Why? Why should Tomahawk demand to be the first to die? Why?" Yeah, why, Tomahawk? Well, because the gator god grabs him by the, the feet once he is lowered down into the pit. Uh, the creature throws him against the stone wall, but Tomahawk's superbly trained muscles respond to the peril and do uh, some kind of a... Somersault kind of thing? Thing like when you push off from the edge of the pool, when you get to the end of the pool and you have to turn around and go back. Like when you're playing Mara. You need to let that go. I love that so much. I one time pretended that I was Mira, Queen of the Sea, and I was like eight, prepubescent. Yes, but we talked about it when we used to swim in the pool in Ormond Beach. Well, because I was just trying to tell you funny stories of my youth. We've always done that, haven't we? Anyway, as (laughs) uh, discussed a couple of weeks ago and confirmed by work friend Chuck, Mira is 1,000 times more powerful than Aquaman, so eat it. Okay. Aquaman. All right. <sighs> so, so the where are we in this well, story? Cannonball now thinks that Tomahawk has sacrificed himself, mm. uh, hoping to wound the creature. Did it work? I guess we'll find out. Now, Dark Cloud's having a little bit of a change in attitude yeah, like here. Conscience. Uh, He realizes that his father, whom you recall he's disgraced, Mm -hmm. would have wished him to be as valorous as Tomahawk, but I have only brought him shame. If only one such as I had a second chance for respect. By the code of our tribe, it is better to die with honor than to live with disgrace. The knife hidden in my quill. I will cut through the rope quickly, and perhaps my blade will find this creature's vital spot. He drops down on top of the gator god. And plunges his knife. He tries to plunge. Well, his he knife. tries. It's too short. Tomahawk yells at him, "Dark Cloud, 
with the two of us now, we've got a chance, a slim chance, but we've got a chance. And Dark Cloud replies back, no, it's too short to reach a vital spot. You know, it's basically dink, dink, yep. dink, dink on the rough hide of the gator god. But it gives Tomahawk a chance to lasso the creature's arm. He does, indeed. Uh, and Dark Cloud is thrown against the wall. Oh, this is not good. Wee Willie sees what's happening down below, and in his terrible anger, he finds his strength. We know that Wee Willie is gentle. By nature. Until he gets until angry. Gets angry. Uh, Where's that crow? It's flying around. So, uh, he, Wee Willie breaks his ropes, drops down on top of the gator god, grabs another rope, and lassos the creature's other arm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the captors, the alligator men up top, they uh, realize they have to rescue their gator god, so they let the other... People just drop into the pit. And they run. And they run. So and they, they have to carry out Dark Cloud. He's been hurt. Right. And so they all run out of the cave. They see that the uh, cave is being held open by a rope, which doesn't make sense because it's cave if it's made of rock. And, by the way, the cover showed him perched up on the top of the, of the skull. Yeah. Cutting the rope. Yeah. But that's not what That's not what happens. This is more of a Legend of Zelda situation. Exactly. He throws his axe and breaks the rope and dodges out of the way just in time mm-hmm. to avoid being crushed by the mouth of the Gator God Cave. Right. Which is, that's like a misery situation. You know, we were led to believe one thing on the cover and now we get inside. And that's not at all what happened. I don't even want to finish the story now. <laughs> Come on, you're almost done. Later, somewhere in the swamp jungle, do the Super Friends voice. Later, somewhere in the swamp jungle. Uh, Dark Cloud is dying. He is effing dying. It's This is like... Uh, he dies. What's his face? Boromir in the <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Right! Being nice cradled by uh, other who's his face. Uh, Aragorn. Aragorn. Well done. Will you tell my father that I died well? I'll tell him you died with honor like a true brave. And they bury him. They bury him. Now, I had to say that this was unusual that we would see a named character die. Yeah, this is not something we see very often at all. Right. I think we had a comic last week where someone died. Well, we saw the Sergeant Rock where the little something young soldiers died but in the dinosaur island yeah no it was sergeant rock and he had he was protecting the young recruits and they died or something oh that's right in the desert mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he had to fight the nazi yeah well i don't know it just struck me that the that this was unusual that he died and you see the grave and yeah it is unusual dark cloud american soldier indian warrior but the story's not over no not nearly so they traipse on, at last reaching their destination, the Smasher's secret factory site. Smasher. Uh, turns out they have stolen some of the alligator masks from the alligator people. Very clever. So they <laughs> swim across the river, um, surprise the British soldiers who were on guard, mm-hmm. break into this giant hangar where the Smasher is housed... Climb up into it. No, I'm sorry. No, they, they plant dynamite. Yep. 
and they destroy the smasher. Blow it up. But I say, what a surprise they have coming to them. Yes, what they've blown up is a wooden prototype. <laughs> what the hell? The- Not the iron smasher at all, be- which they- is being built in the South, famously known for its iron ore. <laughs> That's a problem. Right. Um... No, they've blown up a wooden prototype, and here comes the actual smasher crashing through the woods to kill them. I say, old chap, let's kill them. Kill the Americans. Um, so the smasher comes through. The soldiers, they're firing and firing. We willy, we willy, grabs a giant log, log from the ground. Yep. Goes charging toward... The smasher. And jams it into the inner workings of the Wait a minute. Deadly lead slams into the snarling giant, Wee Willie. Oh, that's right. And And the birds. Yes. But with a superhuman effort, he grimly surges ahead, jams his log into the spokes, well, whatever, gears. Of the giant wheel. And... Dies. He dies as the lifeblood drains from the his bullet-shredded body with one final titanic effort. The second character dies. I'm unclear if the crow dies. Let's just assume the crow dies, because he says caw caw, and he's, and he's uh, flying down he's to Plummeting the to the ground, right. yes. Uh, Wee Willie's dead. They don't even have time to dig a grave for him. Mm. Um, Tomahawks blames himself, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh but the weasel says, listen, Tomahawk, cut that out. He died so we could fight again. We, Willie, was depending on you to stop the Smasher, and so are we. Well, I guess we, Willie's sacrifice was for nothing, because the Smasher is still rolling down the road. <laughs> right? Oops. Thanks, we, Willie, but uh, no thanks. Right. So later, as the massive smasher sights the enemy... Yes. Right. Uh, Tomahawk explains that he needs uh, a volunteer to act as bait to draw the smasher's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the volunteer is the hermit, who has not spoken one word so far. Hermit takes off running into the swamp, leading the smasher away from his convict pals and into a pit of quicksand... I'm just, the reason I'm being so quiet is the hermit still hasn't said anything. Right. And also he's dead because he staggers ahead until at last an enemy bullet finally ends the life of the silent loner, the hermit. Nice. Um, so what the, the soldiers on the smasher see several pairs of footprints right. leading in the direction that the hermit was running. And so they assume that he was leading them towards his friends, but mm-hmm. no, leading them right into a pit of quicksand, quicksand, which doesn't actually work the way that it's depicted in popular culture. Did you know that? No. Tell me more. It's just like, you know, if you mix a lot of water and sand, it uh-huh. gives that kind of goopy thing. Right. It's not like when you watched it on TV, uh-huh. it would be like just a pool of water with little styrofoam bits floating in it. Uh huh. That's what I always thought quicksand was like. <laughs> But it's not. It's just sand okay. with too much water in it. All right. Like at the like a like low the tide. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the smasher is now caught in the quicksand. The soldiers have to abandon ship. 
Well, you never see quicksand in anything that we watch on television anymore, do you? Quicksand no. was a, was a was a common natural foe in the programs in I watched. In every television every, show of the 1970s. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I just thought, I never see references to quicksand in anything. Like so much so that you, there was informational pamphlets on what to do if you got accidentally stuck in quicksand. Is it because we watch so much sci-fi and they don't have to deal with quicksand in sci-fi? Not even sci-fi. Any detective show in the 70s would have quicksand. Oh. Um, but yes, especially Six Million Dollar Man and mm. Woman, they always had oh, quicksand. Yes. Um, so if you do get stuck in quicksand, Rob, the thing to do is not to fight. Right. You just, just got accept to your spread death. Out, no, spread out your arms and try to float on top and slowly move your body up so that you're floating. Uh-huh. And then you can roll out. Okay. Because you're more, your body is more buoyant than the quicksand. Okay. And so, but if you fight, you'll just, it'll suck you down. That's the worst. Yeah. Is it? Because I've never actually had that happen to me. I mean, I grew up in a beach town, so we had lots of cars that would get stuck on the Mm -hmm. beach, you know, and the tide would come in. It was awful. Yes. Daytona Beach famously allows cars on the beach. So did New Smyrna Beach. Did it? I I don't think they do anymore, but they uh, they probably still do. Most It costs a lot of money to drive on the beach, I'll tell you what. Huh? Why? Because they can make money off of it. Oh. Well, I don't remember. I've driven on the beach. It's like two bucks. Not anymore. Really? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, any price is worth it to not have to carry your shit from the parking lot down to the beach. <laughs> uh, so, where are we, Bob? Well, we're at the bottom of page 15 where the convict corps has surrounded the British soldiers and have them trapped. Right. Reach for the sky and make it fast. Um, but it seems that they were deceived by these footprints. Indeed. Because what happened was Redbeard and Cannonball... Mm-hmm. Uh, held aloft a log. And the weasel and tomahawk walked. Well, they were hanging on, to, gripping onto the log, walking along the path of quicksand mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't sink, right. but they could make footprints. Indeed. Um, so that's, we have a little flashback there to see how they made the uh, footprints. Mm-hmm. And they, that's how they tricked them to drive this, to steer the smasher, to follow the footprints and into the quicksand. They take a moment to mourn the hermit who never spoke, not even when he went off to die. I, I, Redbeard says. <laughs> but in the end, he wasn't a hermit. He chose to join other people in the fight for liberty. <laughs> Good night, that Bob. That character voice makes me cough. I would think it was. You're using a lot of, 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 of force with your vocal folds there. You can do the same thing. I oh no I can't do it now right right yeah it's hard I but um, in the end he wasn't a hermit oh, he yeah. chose yeah he chose to join other people in the fight for liberty that was an awful accent at the end Did you hear that liberty yeah that was um, terrible <laughs> weasel says I'm going to join other people in the fight for liberty too I'm not quitting this fight yet I'm joining up soon as we get back as for me says Redbeard. <clears throat> I'm a seafaring man, so I'll be offering me services to a great sea captain, John Paul Jones. That was good until the John Paul Jones. Who was John Paul Jones? I know it. I know the name. Mm-hmm. I just can't tell you anything about him. Was he an American? 
Well, Bob, it's right there on the page. He was a great sea captain. A great sea captain, but is he American or was he British? I don't have my phone with me. I don't remember. I don't either. The Convict Corps. Once they were condemned criminals, now they have won their pardons, their self-respect and glory, and an ending panel montage of them marching bravely Mm. onto freedom with the ghosts of the hermit, Dark Cloud, Wee Willie, and the Crow watching over their progress. The end. Okay, John Paul Jones was the United States' first well-known naval commander in the American Revolutionary War. He made many friends among America's political elites, including John Hancock and Ben Franklin, as well as enemies who accused him of piracy. And his actions in British waters during the Revolution earned him an international reputation which persists to this day. As such, he is sometimes referred to as the father of the American Navy. Oh. Okay. Do you know, speaking of founding fathers, not 10 miles from this spot where we sit is a a house once owned by George Washington's brother, still owned by the Washington family. Are you talking about the one we've been in? No. This is out in Charlestown. No. Yes. It's called Rabbit Hill or Bunnyton or something. Do they um, do they wear wigs? Well, I don't know. They must be awfully rich. No, I don't know how the relation is. I think they're descended from Washington's brother or from someone. But go cool figure. They're is still it, the. Fa- I didn't know there were descendants of Washington still alive. But is it open to the public? No, it's a private residence. Hmm. Yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. You'd think, listener, that living in eastern West Virginia as we do. Uh, there wouldn't be much Revolutionary War era history, but are you kidding? All of these uh, founding fathers—they all owned land out here. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of 18th century manor homes, and absolutely, and, and all manner of repair and disrepair. Yes, but yeah. just you know, you'd be driving, and oh, there's an 18th century manor home. Absolutely. What do you know? Without all the folder all and fiddle dee dee, you get right. In, in well, Pennsylvania or Maryland. They're more of just uh, you know McMansion situation now. <laughs> um, you can find us on social media at GoGoCheck Pod. You can find Doctor Husband's very own podcast called Liberally Speaking. He just that's, dropped episode three. That's correct. It's highfalutin stuff. You know, it's all about the liberal arts, but it's good. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's not quite about that, but it's it's it, liberal arts are are craftily woven in through the narrative. It's about how to integrate the liberal arts into our lives and society. Absolutely, um, and you can find us right back here mostly every week. Mostly every week. Mostly every week. We just got delayed this week because uh, the world's going to shit and. Last week we and the, and last weekend was hard. And and just for some clarity uh, here, folks. Um, uh, it's not that we we are absolutely not ignoring politics. It's just that there's no. we're well, the, it's, it's the opposite. Too much. It's too much. We're we're both reading it all the time. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But you know what can take your mind off of it? What can take us off it? 1960s comics. I know. And the liberal arts. Oh, we watched old movies this weekend too, didn't we? Oh, sure. Do you know what I go through to get him to watch an old movie? But I we watched some Thin Man movies. Oh and he my loves God! It. I love the Thin Man movies. When you married, if you love it so much, they're all oh, the second best thing. I married you, but yeah, I just—it was great. I love the Thin Man movies. And what, what else did we watch this weekend? I watched um, oh, Anatomy of a Murder. 
Oh, you, yeah, that, that was, was good. That was fantastic. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, of course. Yeah. Um, well, enough chatter. You can find us back here next week. I think we have some romance comics coming up. You know what that means. Dramatizations. I cannot wait. So, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon. All right. Bye. Bye.